You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Boju is the senior pastor of the Covenant Nation. This morning, I want to start um, a new series, and it's going to be on the subject of faith. Uh, the Bible tells us without faith, it is impossible to please God. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, without faith, it is impossible, it says, to please God. And then it goes on in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 2, it tells us that through faith, it says the elders obtained a good report. That is, by faith or through faith, the elders obtained a good report. So it's almost saying, or saying there, that they came back to heaven and they had what you would call a good report card because they operated in faith while they were here on the earth. A good report card means they were scored highly there, all right? They were scored highly there because of the life of faith they lived on the earth. Uh, remember when we were children, you, after school, you get what is called your report card. And that describes, all right, a summary of your activities during that particular term. So the summary of your activities, if they are done in faith, then it tells us it's a good, you come out with a good report. The elders obtained a good report. And now what I'm trying to show, first of all, is that faith is not just something you use. And as we go into this series, we will see it. During a time of emergency, where you want God's power to intervene in a situation, and then after that, you'll go back to your regular or normal ways of doing things until something happens again. Faith is a lifestyle, and everything we do should be done in and through faith. The Bible says that which is not of faith, it actually says this, is sin. In other words, anything that is not done by and through faith in the eyes of God, it is not acceptable unto him. And that particular thing will miss the intended mark of God for your life. Now, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 tells us what faith is. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and faith is also the evidence of things that are not seen. Now, I'm going to take the first definition. It says, faith is the substance of things that you hope for. And I'll just sit with that this morning. Faith is the substance of the things that you are hoping for. One translation, I like it best. It says, faith is giving substance to the things that you hope for. 
or faith is substantiating the very things that you are hoping for. So faith is giving substance to the things that you hope for. So let me say this way. If I hope and I have a dream, and I'll define what hope is because it's spiritual, but I have a dream. Let's just start this way. And that dream is to build a house. And I have the picture of the house in my head. And I've been carrying that picture for a long time. And I have been talking about that dream and that picture, describing it, holding conversations about it. And I've been doing it, let's say, for the last 10 years. The reason why that building is not in existence is that I haven't substantiated that dream or I haven't given substance to it. So how do I begin to give substance to this dream? I start out, all right, doing something. I purchase a land. Now I've started to substantiate or to give substance to it. Now I'm trying to show that faith is always an action. Let me repeat that. Faith is always an act. It is doing something, and I'll define what that doing is, but let's just start with it. Doing something that gives substance to the things that you are hoping for. So when we look at Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse 3, it says, A dream cometh through, the multitude of business. In other words, for a dream to come to pass, there are several things that a person does in order to substantiate that dream. It says, and a fool's voice is known by multitude of words. So when you are just talking and talking and talking about it, it says if and you are not doing anything, then you are not giving substance, all right, to the dream or the things that you hope for. And many people just talk and talk and even think that it is faith-filled words that they are saying, but it's not so. I will show this. Faith is always, let me say this here, revealed in action. Now, why do people not take any step for the realization of that dream they have in their heart? Because they will say the environment is not yet conducive for it. In other words, I don't have the resources or the environment is not yet conducive, nothing around supports me to do that. 
But that's the voice of a slothful person. All right? The Bible describes that, making excuses, as laziness. In fact, when you take a step of faith to give substance to what you're hoping for, the wherewithal to get it done, you don't have it. But what you are doing, I'll show this, it's an act which is in obedience to an instruction that God has given to you on how to give substance to that thing. But if you are waiting for things, all right, to be right on the outside, then you are no longer doing it by faith. You are not doing it by the evidence of things that are not seen. You are doing it by the presence of the seen. You know, the Bible says it is through, that, no, it says this, that we should not be slothful, all right? But through faith and patience, inherit the promises. Now, let me tell you what a slothful man is like, because we may not get the picture right, all right? Proverbs 26, verse 12 tells us what a slothful man says. Okay, let's touch it. A slothful man saith, there is a lion in the way, a lion is in the streets. So what does he do? He's on his bed. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> are you following what I'm saying here? They say, why are you not doing something about your dream? He said, you don't know the challenges that are in the streets. I want to make this faith message very practical. So people understand it. He says, there are massive challenges. Don't you know what is going on? You know, the Bible says, he that observes the wind will not sow. So if you are going to get something done by faith, you will not yet have the resources to get the thing done, but you will have the instructions from God. So it tells us that, and I'll show what, it, what the subject. Now, let's put it back there, 13. There is a lion in the way, a lion is in the street. So what does he do? Verse 14. As a door turneth upon his hinges. So the slothful man is turning upon his bed. And you ask, so why not do anything about it? But they can talk. So slothful people like the confession message. Because they are always talking, speaking words of faith. But they don't understand it's not words of faith. So, in fact, the confession message allowed some people an escape route. Ten years of talking, not doing anything. James chapter 2 and verse 17. Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is what? Dead, being alone. Verse 18. Yea, man may say, thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith. He said, show me faith. Without works, it is not possible. Once you understand what faith is, and then he says, and I, all right, will show thee my faith by my what? Works. So he says, by my works, I will show you what my faith is. So faith is substantiating. 
Faith is giving substance to the things that you hope for. So these are steps that you are taking. We'll explain this here. Things that you are doing to bring about the realization. And when you go out and start doing that, you are acting on the evidence God has given to you of something that is not apparent to all. So you are not taking a risk. Let me repeat. Faith is a risk-free zone. It is not based on guessing that this might happen. It is based on evidence of things that are not seen. So if I have a transaction, now, let me show this here. If, let me just use this. If I want to buy a car that costs 17 million, and inside my bank account, I have 17,000. And then I go to write a check of 17 million where I am trying to substantiate my dream of having that car without the substance. Now, if I now have a transaction, business transaction, and suddenly I get 70 million into my account, and nobody else knows except me that I've done that transaction, and I look into my account, and I have the evidence of things that are not seen by others. If I go out and I write a check, am I taking a risk? Because I'm acting, all right, on evidence of something that others may not see. Do you get what I'm saying? So when Noah went out to build the ark, God gave him the evidence of what was coming. Others did not have it. So to them, you are doing crazy stuff. But he wasn't just guessing. Do you get what I'm saying here? So if somebody says, I want to go and build a business and all of that, and resigns from their job without the evidence that they should resign, that's faith foolishness. Do you get what I'm saying here? God must show them somewhere, and I'll show this, that, listen, it is now time to leave that particular place. Because resigning from a job doesn't necessarily mean you succeed in business. So we said faith is given substance to the things that you hope for. Now, let me also... Before I get into it, let me say this here. Now, when, now, let me just show this. When people say something is impossible, when you, people say, they say something is impossible, uh, look, it's just mere words. Now, let me give an example. Hundreds of years ago, when the Wrights brothers at the turn of the last century said we want to fly, people will say impossible. Everybody around said, in, every rational person said, it is what? impossible. All right? 
And all they wanted to do was to fly and carry this machine, maybe just for 100 meters, the distance of this hall. Let's even say distance. And everybody said it's impossible. Now, today, if I come and I say, I've been thinking about going to New York, flying over the Atlantic Ocean, but I don't think it is possible. This is thousands of miles. People will look at you and say, what do you mean it's not possible? It's possible now. What are you saying? Are you an illiterate? Don't you know the water rock brochure? Now, but if you were in 1909 and somebody said they wanted to fly 100 meters, you'll be arguing with the person. What nonsense is that? Which machine? Since the world has been. Do you know what I mean? Yes, this is what I mean. Who has done it? Impossible. Now, what's the difference between then and now? The substance on how to fly entered into the earth. And that substance is a description of the things that you are supposed to do in order for a plane to take off and reach its destination. The minute that substance entered in, it became rational to everybody to say that you can fly. Now, so what you are saying is impossible now is because the substance of that thing has not yet entered into your heart. Are you following me? If the substance of that thing enters into your heart, which is the know-how to get that particular thing done, once it enters into your heart, it will no longer be impossible to you. Because now you have the evidence on how to cause an engine to fly. So if you say in the next five years, I am going to be here, and people say it is impossible, with God all things are what? Possible. But you must do your homework to get the substance of that particular dream inside your heart. And once that substance is there, you will know very clearly the set of activities that you are supposed to carry out in order to make that thing realizable, and you just go ahead and do it. So when Jesus said he was going to feed the multitude with five loaves and two bits of fish, he had the substance. The Bible tells us that Jesus knew himself what he was going to do what? Do. He said it to prove, all, all right, to prove him, for he himself knew exactly what he was going to do. So all that he did was just to carry out those steps there, and he brought the manifestation. So what God wants to do here is to pour that substance on the inside of you. And once that thing gets on the inside, and that's why you've got to seek him, and once it gets on the inside of you, then you put the thing to work, and that's what faith is. So first of all, let's start with this, all right? Because it's the substance of things hoped for. So what I want to show quickly in this message is how this substance is transferred into our hearts. All right? Because once the substance gets in, then to you, it is no longer impossible. You are fully persuaded in your mind. That this particular thing, that's what I'm saying, you are not taking a risk. The Bible says when Abraham offered up Isaac in faith, he wasn't taking a risk. 
The scripture said he had received him back in a figure. He knew what he was doing. It wasn't, it wasn't, this wasn't just a careless, all right, step he took. He understood what was going on. Now, when people don't have that understanding, then they're looking at you in fear. Do you get what I'm saying here? Because they don't have the substance. So, what happens is, if, I, if my very good friend of me is beside me here, and I, he checked my account, he looked at the account, and we both have 17, he has 18,000, we both desired the car, but then I did a transaction without his knowledge, and it entered into my account, 70 million, and I said, let's go and buy that car. Now, I now have the substance. You know, he will still be afraid. So when Jesus walked on water, he didn't think he was going to sink. Are you following what I'm saying? It wasn't like, ah, ah. Are you following what I'm saying? When a person says, I'm leaving this job, and the job has so much promise, the same way Moses left Egypt. He left it seeing something. The Bible says, seeing the invisible. In other words, God gave him the evidence of what will happen when he goes. To others, they are saying, Prince, Prince, you are leaving the palace. Where are you going to? To him, he was acting on what? Something. So let's start here with hope because the first thing we're going to define is hope. Hope is a spiritual thing because faith is giving substance. Now, once we understand what hope is, we'll find out that many people, what they're calling faith is hope. Because we think once you've heard from heaven concerning it, you have faith. No, you have hope. I will show you this. Now, there's a difference between your personal desire, your personal vision, and what the scripture calls hope. Hope is something spiritual that originates in God. But your desires and your vision is an agitation inside your spirit that there is something more to your own life than what is going on right now. But that desire and agitation must be taken to God. And God must, for want of words, spiritualize that desire or convert that desire into what he calls hope. Now, your desire and vision is always a fraction of the hope God is going to plant in your heart. Let me repeat. God will not deny anybody's desire. But once you bring it up to God, God takes that desire and says, Now, I am going to convert these. All right, the whole desire that was inside you was something I placed on the inside of you but it's been interpreted wrongly by your own mind. Now here is the vision that I have in my heart for you. He turns it around and gives you. And it is always abundantly, all right, exceedingly abundant, all right, above what you would have asked for 
or what you are thinking. So, it tells us, 1 Corinthians 13 and verse 13. Let's quickly say this here. So, let's start it. So, I'm going to start from where you are so we don't lose people. So, we don't just say, I'm following the heavenly vision and that's the end. Because once you say we are following the heavenly vision, people say, what are you talking about? I don't know a heavenly vision. Listen, every desire you have in you is authentic. The question is, how will this thing be expressed? Do you get what I'm saying here? First Corinthians 13, it says, Now abideth faith, hope, and charity. And I'll show what I'm saying from scriptures. But the greatest of them is what? Charity. So there's hope, which is spiritual. There's faith, which is spiritual. There's love, which is spiritual. Now, once you understand this message, all right, you'll be able to use this faith in everything and in the marketplace well. So hope, all right, is spiritual. So what's hope? Because faith is substantiating that hope. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 11. And many by exercise, they're trying to exercise faith for the things they desire. We're going to say it has not yet been caught here, spiritualized, which means brought into the place where it is hope. Now, Hebrews 6 verse 11, it says... Now we desire, now look at how the writer plays with the words. Now we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of what? Hope unto what? The end. So he uses the word hope. Then drops that word and goes to something else. Verse 12. That you be not slothful but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the word? Promises. This podcast is brought to you by The Covenant Nation. For more information, visit www.insightsforliving.org. Thank you and God bless.